Hello, hello, hello. This is Ali Meehan from Coastal Women. Welcome to a Coastal Women interview today. And I'm very excited with the lady I have sitting next to me, who I will introduce in a minute. But first of all, I'd just like to thank our sponsors for this interview, Casa Expat Insurance. Casa offer all sorts of insurance for your life in Spain. And you can check them out at casaexpat.com. So the lady sitting next to me is Genevieve. Genevieve, say hi. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> and Genevieve, do tell us a little bit about who you are and where you are at the moment. Okay. Um, so my name's Genevieve Youssef, and I run Jar 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 Books, which are books with a difference. Um, I'm currently in Colchester, Essex, <laughs> and I've lived in Spain before for, for a long time. Okay, good. So... Um, Tell us how you actually made it happen in your business journey. Where did you start um, before you became the book publisher? Yeah, well, um, I, I lived in Spain on and off since I was 17, really. I've lived in Spain and um, different parts of Spain as well. Um, and in my time, I studied there at the University of Deusto in the north of Spain. And when I lived in the south, I taught, I taught English and I taught Spanish to students. And I just recognised how many children out there were multilingual. And when I moved back to England, I realised how many children weren't, how languages aren't quite so encouraged um, in the UK. And when I spoke to adults and parents, their, their language learning experiences were so bad and they didn't enjoy them. And I just wanted to make a difference and thought, how can I do that? So I decided to write stories. Okay. And in the my incorporated language. So it's kind of a fun way to learn languages without even realising you're learning. And the joy is that they learn through the context of a story. Yeah, because when I, when I grew up um, in the UK, we, we were just taught French. Yeah. Um, and it was very dry way of learning, really. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. So this brings some fun into the whole equation. It makes such a difference. Your first experiences of learning a language are normally the ones that you keep with you. And I just hope, I'm not intending to make children bilingual through a story. I'm just hoping they have a taste for language. And so they might then go on to study them in further education. So what, what would be, give me an example of what would be in your books. Okay. Um, well, the theory that I apply is kind of a context-driven learning. Because when I studied um, Spanish at university, they used to say in an exam, if you were doing um, a piece of text and there's one word in that piece of text that was really holding you back and you didn't understand it, look at what's around it. Look at what the words surrounding it are and then try and guess. And it's basically guesswork. So that's how I apply it to my books. Um, so, for example, uh, the house is very big, yet this house is muy pequeña. You're, you're kind of inclined to think, well, it might mean small. You know, so that's really how they work. Okay, and what sort of age group are reading your books? My first four books, I've done two with Spanish included and two with French. Those ones I would say, I mean, I always say from naught because I think you should read from, you know, from the start, but from naught to five. And then my latest one, Vivi the Spanish Superdog, is aimed at a slightly um, older market. Um, and I think from around three to seven, okay. I would say that book. Okay, and I have another book with British Sign Language in it. So as I, oh, I wow. class that as a language as well. So yeah, yeah. Rambit cannot hear, which has British Sign Language in the back for all children to learn, to learn to sign their names and you know. Wonderful. Hmm. Is it to read with your parents or to yeah. the child to read on their own? 
I definitely think it's a lovely experience because like I said, you might have those parents which don't necessarily have the confidence and a lot, a lot of the feedback I'll get is, am I saying it right? How do I know if I'm saying it right? So I put a vocabulary guide at the back with a pronunciation guide, just a loose pronunciation guide. You'll always get people that might disagree with how certain things are said, but it's just to give you a helping hand. And I think like when I go into schools, I do the stories, they just love guessing the words. It's a game. And that's why I'm ha 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 books because it, you know, it means fun. It means, you know, enjoying the language. And I think when children and their parents do it and they could try and guess what the word is. Do you think you've got the right word? You look in the back to see if you've got the right word. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's making it into something that's not necessarily, um, we have to learn this language. You know, it's, it's bringing a bit of joy to the language learning experience. So this is probably a bit of an anathema to you, but there are many apps out there for people to translate texts and, and use translations. What's your general thought on them? I mean, everything has its place. And I think these days they're very good. And I've heard that, is it a bubble or Babel that people use a lot? Um, that's really, really popular. And there's, there's other popular brands out there. Um, I personally don't use them, um, but I have in the past looked on things and um, translation kind of programs. And you have to just be really wary because there's translation companies that are out there for a reason because people that work for them have studied a lifetime and are very experienced in what they do. And sometimes these programs can't, um, they don't get nuance of language, you know, um, sometimes the grammar isn't particularly correct, things like that. And I think you just have to be really wary. It depends what you're using it for. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's conversational, fine, probably. Um, some words you have to be really careful with. <laughs> some South American um, words are different from your Castilian, so you have to be yeah. really careful. Yeah. But yeah, if you're doing something and you're writing a letter or you're applying for a job, then I would use a professional translation company personally. Yeah, no, I've got I've got a friend who is Russian, and she she said um, here in Marbella, a lot of Russians were actually deeply offended by some of the signs that were put up in the shops because they would just use a Google Translate and yeah, they, I, saw, they, I saw a lot of menus. Yeah. I lived in Spain, and a lot of things had <laughs> perfume of I don't know vinegar instead of like <laughs> flavor or or you know the smell. I think they put perfume a lot. <laughs> That's a completely different meaning in English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. best to get it checked by yeah. good and you've recently won an award so tell us how that happened and um what major thing do you think actually contributed to that win yeah i mean i won a couple with these kind of um there's a lot of business mentors in britain and um, people who've done really well with their business like jacqueline gold who doesn't seem the most kind of apt sort of a person but she supports a lot of women in business so i won that right at the beginning and then i went on to win one on twitter about theopathetis okay be a dragon in dragon's den and he owns a lot of companies and um we i then went on to meet him at a conference in birmingham and you get a certificate and he keeps supporting you you know online with your business um and i think they're looking for unique businesses businesses that want to make a difference um i think the idea that now with my books i've started to donate to certain charities through the biz through um the sales of the books so when I've raised enough, I could donate to certain charities. Um, and I think the idea that I'm making a difference, you know, appeals to people. And um, I, I have cornered a, a bit of the market, really. There's not a massive amount of competition out there. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think that's what catches their eye. So tell us more about your um, idea to support charities and, and how you actually, what you actually do, how that came about. Well, um, my sister, she works in Switzerland for a company called Bonac, which um, 
deal with uh, marketing of digital hearing aids. And with that, um, she, with the Hear the World Foundation, goes to different countries um, and helps test children's hearing. And a couple of years ago, she went to India and with the Hear the World Foundation to the Randomised School in, um, and what, what she did, she went to test their hearing and she told me about these children and it really moved me. Um, and so I wrote Ranveer Cannot Hear, which is a story about a little elephant that can't hear, but he learns something that he can do at the end. He meets animals along the way that can't do what's expected of them, a fish that can't swim, she can do other things. So it's all about, so the message of the story is learn to focus on what you can do rather than what you can't. Um, and then I put the BSL alphabet in the back as well. And I thought what I could do is each sale I make, I can donate 10p to the charity, which it's the Sylvia, Sylvia Young Trust. And that supports this school. And um, I've, I've raised enough to support a child for a year in that school. Wow, now. fantastic. Yeah. So my latest one, Vivi the Spanish Superdog, is about my actual dog. Um, he wasn't really super. <laughs> I think she... <laughs> can't fly. However, um, I'm donating to Adana in Estepona. Okay the rescue center where I found Vivi oh, um, four weeks old yeah yeah he's now nearly 13 so wow so yeah. if, we've, if we've got women that have got um charities that you know they'd like a unique idea yeah I'm, I'm sure they'll be in touch with you because that's a that's a great way yeah. well for, for any businesses really to think yeah. about how they could do something it doesn't need to be a massive amount but yeah. each sale makes a difference so exactly and it's a bespoke item for your company because that's what I'm doing now a lot of companies are now approaching me about bespoke books that they can use as a marketing tool and give out to customers as a lasting kind of you know I, I noticed the other day my friend bought a car from Skoda right and it's a family car and with that car they then gave her a little boy a book which was to do, it was a story about the car going on a family trip. Uh -huh. I thought, Ting, that's a really great idea. So yeah. I remember that car, he'll always have that book. Um, and I thought, well, how can I make a difference to charities? And I'm doing one with a school at the moment for that very reason as well, to raise awareness of children with um, special educational needs. And um, it's a good way of getting the message out there, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's something that a lot of businesses could grab hold of and use for their businesses. So thank you for that idea. <laughs> um, we're going to have a quick fire round now. So get ready. Okay. Okay. One thing you will achieve for 2018. I will bring out my Sam and the Spider book with the Multi-Schools Council, which is the book I just mentioned, um, to raise awareness for children with special educational needs. Brilliant. Um, business book you're currently reading, number one thing you've learnt. I, I've learned that you learn along the way. Um, I don't tend to read business books per se, but I get a lot of newsletters through by email, The Guardian, um, The Bookseller, because it's quite a niche market. Um, but yeah, that you evolve with your business. Hello, hello, hello. This is Ali Meehan from Customer. You learn from your mistakes and you keep growing. You don't stop. Yep, uh, that's, that's good advice as well. Don't, you know, don't give up. Yeah. Um, best piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, my husband tells me to, to work smart. He says, you have to be clever in the way you're working. I now have a little girl, so I have to divide my time. Um, I had a wonderful day at the Essex Book Festival the other day. I got invited along as an author. Um, I sold a few books, had a lovely day, but I spent all day there. And then I came home and I put one post on social media and sold 10 books. Wow. It took me five minutes. Okay. So I have to work my time yeah. effectively. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Um, favorite quote and why? Um, it's grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference.
And I apply that in everything in my life, not just business. <laughs> I think it's good to know when you can make the changes and good to know when you can't and to yeah. accept that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and don't get upset when it doesn't work out as exactly. you might, might imagine it because it may end up being something far better than you ever thought of. So, yeah, being self employed and running your own business is, is dif- difficult at times. You have to be, um, have quite a hard exterior at times. <laughs> yeah. And finally, on the quick fire questions, I'm waving my make it happen wand. It's giving you one wish for your business. What are you daydreaming about? Julia Donaldson, for one. But no, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think my book, Ranveer, is a real standalone book. I think it has a wonderful message. I think all children should read it. Um, and I'd love to see that on the bookshelf of every child um, in, yeah, in the years to come. I think it really holds its own in the market. I'd love to see that. Yeah, good. And just, um, I don't know if you've got any tips. Obviously, you've moved back to the UK after having lived in Spain for quite a long time. What yeah. would be your advice to people that are finding they have to go back to their home countries? Um, you will adapt. I was quite nervous about moving back um, this last time, purely because, you know, you have the sunshine, you have the wonderful lifestyle out there but um it actually wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be and as long as you have something to challenge yourself and keep you your brain working and you've got something to you know um keep yourself interested you'll be fine you'll be absolutely fine yeah Yeah. and and friendship is a wonderful thing as well um and i network a bit over here and it's it's really good for you yeah 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 no trying to throw yourself into i mean meetup is very good as well isn't it they have lots of different events going on through meetup so yeah um yeah and and networking is great and obviously we're still in touch anyway whether you're back in the uk or or wherever so you can still one day (laughs) my husband would go tomorrow so (laughs) definitely we'll probably end up back there good i look forward to that so how, how can we find out more about your books um most of my books are on amazon the the first four will be on amazon fairly soon and um, vivi spanish superdog and ranveer cannot here on amazon also available on my website www.jarjarjar-books.com um, and i'm on twitter facebook and instagram at jarjarjarbooks so uh, yeah so it's j-a-j-a-j-a okay and just in case people don't know what jarjarjar means yes ha 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 make learning fun (laughs) exactly and on on that note thank you very much Genevieve and look forward to seeing you in Spain even if you just come for a visit yeah lovely great stuff thank Thank you you. okay Bye -bye. bye